It's like a film festival. It's just like yeah, just gonna be. I think it is gonna be like a film festival, but in that just we're just gonna wildly swing back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Not getting any breaks. Be like, what did that even mean? I don't know. Now to the next one. Art house film. Now we're in an action movie. Now I'm in a bathtub. Now I'm in a horror movie. I don't know what's going on. What's happening now? (laughs) Now I'm on a boat. (laughs) I'm on a boat. There is a boat in a bathtub. I'm on a horse. (laughs) Honey, I shrug the kids. Honey, I shrug the kids. (laughs) I don't know what you're referencing anymore. She's just, I'm just saying things. Stuff. Uh, I was referencing that uh, Old Spice commercial. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. on a horse. I'm on a horse. And speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> which, welcome to the season opener of Fine Pairings. <laughs> 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 theme is Mean Girls. No, it's that act, honestly All kind of a funny girls. prompt. All, you have to find a mean There's girl. There's going to be one mean girl. There has to be at least and one mean fic. girl in the fic. Yeah, <laughs> just one. Or we have to be mean to each other. No. Yeah. No. Uh, we no. are the mean girls. No, I pitched this idea so long ago, I can't even remember how far along ago it was. Uh, but I was like, well, we've done season, season four. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I know a joke. <laughs> I know a joke. And the joke is six seasons in a movie. <laughs> So for season seven, we got to do movies. <laughs> so yeah. here we are. That's it. That's the plot. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. So that's the plot of season seven. Yes. yes. So we will be doing only movie specific fandoms. And we asked you guys what movies you'd like. We also it's just uh, like a lot of movies. <laughs> so we just put a lot of ones we like. Well, you like a lot of movies. Yeah. You like movies. I like movies. Movies to me are a very easy fandom to jump into. Yes. Because you're like in two hours, mm-hmm. I will know almost everything that they're like, I'll have enough knowledge to read fanfic. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's a very smart way of seeing mm. it. Yeah. Well, and they're and like, for some reason, I just don't see it that way. And well, it's as, okay. like a, as like a counter to your to your bonus episode, I would say if you are very excited about a movie, it's a lot easier to share that with someone it versus is. a book or an entire like a very long. Oh no, TV absolutely. Show. It's much easier to be like, you should watch this movie. Yeah. Versus you should read five books that I really like. Unless yeah. it's probably like Avatar because if you were like <clears throat> The Way of Water is like really good, but you have to watch Avatar one in order to understand and what's that's happening. Two and a half hours. Then you'd be like, okay, so in nah. six hours, I'll maybe know if I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's movies are an easier pitch, and in yeah. theory, they are all encompassing in that time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, which yeah. is nice. And I will say, I movies are harder for me to watch. For no, I think it's the two hours yeah. as a time buy-in. It feels like you I just don't like to commit movies, though. Like I don't think of you as someone who hasn't seen a lot of classic movies, and like I could oh, be wrong, you, or like maybe any you've more just than lied really more than well. anybody else. Like there, obviously, there's some that everybody does, but like, right. yeah. or maybe you're um, less visual, and so sure. you prefer mm. like the reading, and like I don't know how much you're like listening aside from listening to our beautiful voices. <laughs> aside like, from this, it's that uh, like I don't think of you as someone who's like reading a lot of audiobooks, right? Listening right. to a lot of audiobooks, right? Yeah. Right. And I, I think what I like is at any point in the book, I can just stop. Yep. Yeah. And I, you can't do that with that movie. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. You have. You're stuck there for two and a half hours, and that's yeah. part of. That's really my only complaint. Yeah. I think movies hit an interesting spot in fandom because I think it. Because of all those reasons, it is easier for movies to be a cultural moment, something everyone has seen or at least everyone is aware of. But they are not as big in the fan fiction space. Yeah. Which is an interesting combination of things. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Are we doing only standalone movies? That, uh, I think that was actually, we, yeah, that was a rule. We made. really tried. So so the setup for this, uh, when we when it was brought into our production meeting, was basically like, okay, hey, we want to. So fancy. I wanted. We were sitting in a brewery. Yeah, which, <laughs> which is fancy. Yeah. As if maybe a fancy. One of them I was, was probably I fancy. was drinking a fancy beer. I probably was. <laughs> you might have been. I might have been. Who knows? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Um, it's not important. Anyway, while we, while we were thinking of the production side of this, in my head, I was like, okay, like, we have done some movies. Like, we have done Marvel, and we have done, I get like, Harry Potter and is Star a movie. Wars. Is Star movie. Wars is a movie. Twilight. But, yeah. D- all these movie. things are technically movies. And so I was like, okay, we got to, like, not just do whatever. <laughs> we got to try and have the essence of a movie. Yes. Which is, like, in theory... The movie was the first thing. Yes. And in theory is like maybe the only thing. The story mm-hmm. was made for As a film. movie. Yes, yes, exactly. We've tried to find movies before and it's been kind of difficult. So we're doing kind of a choose your own adventure prompt style. Yeah. Did we give you two prompts or no? No. So Except I this one. got to, as always, I got to do whatever the fuck I want. Yes. Josie got to, we made no a rules. list and Josie just picked one. Yeah. No rules for yeah. Josie. Because of... The nature of how difficult it is to, like, find fic and the fact that, like, my movie knowledge is, like, probably the most limited out of the three of us. I was, like, I wanted to pick something that I, like, at least knew. So Mean Girls, I think, was relevant to us because we were, like, uh, I didn't look at it exactly when it came up. I could Google it. We were in high school and we're a trio of girls now. We were... (laughs) (laughs) We are. So who's Regina? Mel Ramin. Who's Karen? I'm Karen. Oh, I disagree. I don't think. Who am I, Gretchen? That can't be right. <laughs> I, don't I don't think you're Karen. Claire probably is Karen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, Karen. I think of the three of us, I'm the most likely to put a bejeweled so backwards letter. I guess one of us could be Katie. <laughs> Katie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it's funny. What an offensive thing you just did. Yeah. And that's why your that's why Grace is Gretchen Wiener. Oh no. Did I just do a Regina thing? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Am I Regina? You're no, I feel like Regina would get the name wrong on purpose. No, Regina would get it correct. Yeah. yeah. In front of your face. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the and you're the one she just told you can't wear silver hoops anymore. Oh, fair, even actually, though yeah. yeah, even even though you just got a nice pair <laughs> for your bat. If we were ba- friends in middle, middle school, you would have told me to stop wearing my hoops all the time. <laughs> Two thousand four. Is that true? I don't know. I didn't know you in middle school. Two thousand four. Maybe mean you girls came out. I was definitely meaner. <laughs> I was meaner. All right, I'm head bitch. Yes. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I chose Mean Girls because it was particularly impactful for us at the time because we were like kind of the core audience and Mm -hmm. it was like reflecting an aspect of our high school experience Mm -hmm. um, in like a myriad of ways. And I wanted to know what the fanfic world was like. And I will say that I did make a decision, which is that I wanted Regina Janice. Mm-hmm. Now, that limited my options. Yeah. Um, and I found something that I liked kind of immediately. Hmm. And I was like, ooh, I like this. Um, and there was a flaw. Oh. Uh-oh. And the flaw is that it's not finished. Oh. <gasps> and so I was like, okay. It's like, ah, oh God. It, it was like maybe late April, early May. And I was like, okay. Well, they just updated this mm. in March. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And. You're holding out for a hero. <laughs> I was holding out for a hero. Anything may happen. It was eight chapters. There were six written. And so I was like, I was going to say, was it everything but like the actual literal ending? Yeah. That's fucking annoying. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, well, let's just wait. Let's just just wait. And now we're here. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is what I want. Um, And we'll just we'll just see if if they finish it. Um, And then just kind of because of our scheduling and summer, I realized about a week ago (laughs) 
that they didn't finish it. And I had a backup fic and I went and read my backup fic and I was like, you know, I don't like it. (laughs) That's okay. I don't like it anymore. Finished fic. I don't like it anymore. So I went and I panic. I like panic read like so much Regina Janice. And I found some interesting stuff. I found one. I found a Beauty and the Beast uh, retelling. Oh, that's funny. And it's super funny because Katie is uh, is the horse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wait, is, is Regina the Beast or is Janice the Beast? Regina's the Beast. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. But the thing was, it like really closely followed Beauty and the Beast. Oh, those are almost not fun. Though. And I was, uh, yeah, I was We're a little. telling Beauty and the Beast again. Yes. And so it's like, this is a little too close. Like, I, I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast in a long time, but I was like, I'm pretty sure this exact dialogue happens in yeah. Beauty and the Beast. People yeah. do do that. Yes. And so, and that's kind of what I felt like about a lot of these fics was mm. I found some like Soulmate Mark ones that were super interesting, but at the same time, it was like, this fic was just stuck in my head. Damn it. And so I'm bringing you an unfinished fic. All right. And that's just how we're starting the season. Okay. okay. Sweet. We open at the close. Okay. So before I get into specifics about the fic, mm-hmm. the unfinished fic that I've chosen, um, I'm going to talk about the drink. So. Drinks. Obviously. One of. Okay. Yes. There's There are two drinks. So, you know, I'll start with that. Hmm. I am adjusting my... Self-imposed rule <laughs> that you have to bring us a shot. That I have to bring you a shot and a cocktail. I mean, we could shoot one of these. And I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting it to I'm bringing you a cocktail and a bonus. Okay. Two cocktails. A cocktail plus. <laughs> Six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> All right. All right. It's a it's a it's a pairing and mm-hmm. it's you know like you those Easter eggs that are like in a the credits. One plus one. <laughs> it's. It's the it's the little a plus one plus one. Yeah, it's like when you're watching the yes. credits and then there's like a little like five minute thing mm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this. Yeah, that's this. Totally the opposite because I wait. Actually, I guess I don't know what the order is supposed to be. What what's what's the plan? So obviously, one of the drinks is pink, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and obviously, I'm going to call this on Wednesdays. Mm. We wear pink. Yep, we drink pink. We drink pink <laughs> on Wednesdays. We drink pink. It is basically a variation on a margarita. Oh, uh, grapefruit. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's that's the pink. It's the grapefruit juice. It's got grapefruit simple syrup. Ooh. And it also has Peychaud's bitters, which also helps with the... Tequila? Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, are you just drinking it? No, I was just smelling it. Oh, okay. I couldn't smell anything. <laughs> Grace is just going to throw it back. <laughs> I'm going to it a shot. <laughs> He's like, I'm not waiting for you. <laughs> I'm ready. She's I'm like, ready. one cocktail and I'm throwing it back. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, so it is one ounce tequila, one ounce grapefruit juice, one ounce simple syrup, two dashes of Peychaud's bitters. Oh, and um, a quarter ounce of Aperol. That also helps with the Aperol mark. With the pinky. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So next to it, it's companion, shall we say. It's bestie. Mm-hmm. So I had an idea. I had an idea that could have been a shot, okay. but I actually liked it better as a cocktail. But then I was thinking about it more and how, um, you know, the fic is unfinished. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And so I was like, there's a key ingredient technically that's missing Alcohol. from this fic. And there's a key ingredient that is missing from this pairing, which is there's no alcohol. Oh. <laughs> Wild. What is it? Really just giving you a soda. Oh. I mean, that's so fine. <laughs> it's like, it's two and a half ounces of lemon basil simple syrup. Ooh. Ooh and then just tonic water. Hmm. Okay. Because um, we've left out. I had a cup there. It's not just one alcohol. I had I had some other ideas for the other alcohols that was going to go with it. But... 
I am hoping, and I can talk about this more when we talk about the fic, but I'm hoping that like at some point the author will finish this fic and we can take a shot. <laughs> and then I will have the finish. We'll read that and I'll have a finished drink. Ah. And that is what we'll do. I okay. mean, I could. we could also make it a shot if you want. Oh, no. I'm just saying when they finish it, the final ingredient will be done. So we would then drink it because oh. the rest would be gone. I guess. We yeah, we could also read just do it already. that. Well, I was creating a more... You're creating a, 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 a better, better experience? Better Grace is doing an artistic thing where, like, uh, yes. in an undetermined amount of time, we're going to have to, like, throw back some gin. Yeah. Yes. And you're yes. doing, like, an actual, like, mixologist thing where it's, um, like, like let's... June yes. 27th at, like, 5 p.m., you're going to text us and be like, it's done, and we're all going to take a shot Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Great content. <laughs> no, this is basically a placeholder. Yep. Okay. So, so can we, can we choose, please? Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. What would be a movie? A movie can't cheers. Anything specific? Uh, what's like? something with Mean Girls? Oh, is there alcohol in this? <laughs> do you remember that when she like she's at like Regina's so, house? Why do you want a little bit? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, why do you want a little bit? Because I'd rather have you drink. I'd rather have it in the house. house. <laughs> have it in the house. Have, have it in the house. house. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Hmm. that's very good. Hmm. It's not. As- it's not margarita. I mean, you get the tequila, though. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's definitely tequila. Yeah. It's way sweeter than a margarita, yeah. though. Like, I don't, yeah. Is there lemon juice in it or no? There, it's like the tartness of the grapefruit I was expecting yeah. is like completely yeah. muted. Yeah, it's, the Aperol it, give it, gives it this such is a what different I, feel and taste. Yeah, this is what I like always think grapefruit juice is going to taste and that mm. tastes like. And then you have like a sip of it and you're like... <laughs> it is really... How do you... Yeah, it's a different sour than like lemon. Like, mm. it's not as sharp as a lemon. I find grapefruit <gasps> very like pithy tasting. Mm. Like, yes, that's a yes. I, a baby, would like it to be sweeter or something. Should we try the second? Yes. After you take, ooh, yeah, it's very herbal smelling. So the basil is from Milo Herb Garden. Ooh. It's from ground. It smells very, very herbaceous. Okay, give another quote quick. Um, uh, are there carbs in this? <laughs> <laughs> is butter a carb? <laughs> is basil a carb? Is basil a carb? <laughs> is basil a carb? What was this actually called? This is, okay, so it's going to be mm-hmm. on Thursdays we read fan fiction. Ah, oh, that's funny. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. It's very good. It's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's just a little soda. Much like how some people don't care if a fic is unfinished, some people like mocktails. I'm not one of those people in either direction. <laughs> <laughs> I like I alcohol I and when like things are stuff. done. People have been asking about mocktails, though. And mm. this is, I mean, really, oh, true, true, true. any fun, simple syrup and tonic water or mm-hmm. club soda is like great. Okay. What we are reading is seven times Regina George didn't come out. Seven times? And one time she did. So many. So it's like, it, it is still the five plus one format, but it's... Seven. It's eight. Yeah. Um, it's by Dr. Fausti. So we do have permission to read this fic. Yay. I didn't get any more information from this author. However, in my conversation with them through our um, awkward AO3 commenting. The mortifying mm. ordeal of laying of being an AO3 comment. When people exactly. don't want to email us. They just want to reply to the comment. They're just like, like yes. please, so, could we please move this somewhere more private? It's going to be very public and that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. It's good advertising for us, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I said very nice things about you and everyone will see it and I'm happy. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, but they did say that they have written... The final chapter. Okay. And they have also written the next chapter because there's two more chapters that are not posted. Yep. And they just haven't edited it. It's, and I assume it's, it's the, just number seven that's given them trouble. This could actually be finished 
Right. Soon. Which yeah. is why, okay, so th- I found this out this week. Because yeah. again, remember, I'm panicking, you reading know. every goddamn fic that I can find, being like, is there anything that I like more than this? And the answer no. is no. <laughs> and then Dr. Fauci was like, well, I have the other two chapters like written like i'm good I, I plan on finishing it so maybe there's a part two to this episode that we record later i i for a, a hot minute thought you were gonna say and she sent them to me and we're gonna read them live <laughs> that would have been amazing uh, incredible yeah. i didn't know how to ask for that you could just ask for things <laughs> it, it felt it felt they might just aggressive no. yeah let this episode be their permission to be like you know not all things can be good. Oh, Sometimes no. you just put them Done out. Done is better than perfect. My advice to artists, done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Done is better okay. than perfect. So whenever, if you've heard an episode and you're like, that sounded weird. It's done. It's done. As it's we have all talked about internally, all of the episodes that we've ever been like, I'm not sure that one's good. <laughs> there will always be someone who comes in and is like, that's my favorite, favorite episode. episode. I quote it all the time. And I'm like, which part? I don't understand. There be was like, plenty of jokes. I'll be like, you mean that whole dumpster fire? Um, which part? <laughs> so, you know, just <laughs> post it. Just post it. <laughs> yeah. I thought about maybe just not telling you, but that felt meaner. <laughs> it felt so mean. I feel like we needed yeah, to at least tell the listeners. Maybe you would just walk out. We just get then... hit by a bus at the end where yeah. they were like, where's the rest? And then you're like, there's <laughs> not. Kidding. There's not. And now I'm this in. This going to be all quotes for me and Claire. We are gonna, we're going to have no opinions. We're just going to quote <laughs> she yelled, girls. She was a lesbian while getting hit by the bus. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> this fic isn't even finished. <laughs> it's not even finished. All wow. Right. Let's okay. start. Seven times Regina George didn't come out. And one time she did. Yeah. That we won't date. <laughs> we just know what's going to happen in the future. Don't worry Five about it. Five of the times that she didn't come out. Summary. Regina George isn't a lesbian. You can't be the queen bee, the envy of all, the most popular girl in school, and also be a lesbian. That's it. That's all. Nothing more to say. Regina George isn't gay. She's definitely, definitely not. A canon compliant alternative POV series of ficlets that asks, what if Regina George was a closeted lesbian with major internalized homophobia? Uh-huh. A little bit of drama, a little bit of comedy, and a lot of feelings. Chapter 1. Princesses and Queens Regina is five, Aww. and Regina is a queen. Regina means queen in Latin American. Her mother preens as she brushes Regina's hair. In Latin American. In Latin American. Okay, I was going to say, that's not what? <laughs> Excellent. That's very odd. I was going to say. It's yeah. not Spanish. No, no. It's not queen in Spanish. Anything's out, but It's kind of close. I think it's actually derived from Latin and English, but continue. Did maybe, she mean Latin? Maybe she's she Latin. Latin American. Maybe she's, yeah. <laughs> that is maybe a mistake that mom would make. Maybe. It's, yeah. It's yeah. very Lebanese. It is. It is. <laughs> Lebanese lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Real on track. <laughs> Latin American. Uh, her mother preens as she brushes Regina's hair. Regina has to sit through 100 strokes each morning before she's allowed to leave the room, and she sits obediently, because even though it's boring, she always looks nice after. Her mother is still talking. We named you that because that's what you are. Royalty. Regina figures that's true. They live in a castle. It's big and made of marble, even if there aren't any towers with pointy roofs like in the picture books. They have servants who clean their toilets and cook their food and mow their lawn. They can buy anything they want, anytime they want. That's what royalty is, right? And that's why Regina is so confused by fairy tales. Like most girls her age, Regina George loves princesses. She likes the costumes they wear and the challenges they face and how they're brave, even when no one else in the story is. Princes are whatever to Regina. The prince in Snow White barely has a nose. The prince in Sleeping Beauty is boring. The prince in Cinderella can't recognize the woman he's supposedly in love with when she's standing right in front of him. Mm-hmm. He has to make her try on a shoe that every other woman in the kingdom has already worn. Ew. <laughs> that would never happen to Regina. She's so good at remembering people's faces and the little details about them. But worst of all, 
is the queens. In all the cartoons and all the storybooks, the queens are ugly and old, and they wear black. They're always fighting with the princesses. They're mean. They die. Regina wonders, why doesn't anyone like queens? Will she ever see herself in a happy ending? Because the queens have the power. Because we can't like women when they're old and yeah, when they are have power. Making the rules. Yeah. How yeah. dare they? We can like them when they're flouncing about. They're hags. And doing good deeds. Regina is watching Beauty and the Beast for maybe the billionth time. It's her favorite movie, and this is her favorite part. Belle coming down the stairs in her beautiful golden dress, everyone admiring her. Belle looks up at the Beast. Faint pink brushes Belle's cheeks. Regina chews her lip and hits rewind again. You really like that dog man, huh? Says her mother. They're having a girls movie night, which means Regina is watching a movie and Regina's mom is watching her watch it. It's a very like parent mm-hmm. thing to do. Ew, Regina says, her voice full of disdain as her child throat can manage. He's a monster. Well, what about Gaston? All those muscles. Regina rolls her eyes. Gaston Duh. is the villain. Duh. 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 He's not hot. He's not even hot. <laughs> well, he's the, t- he's like the what men think women want. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. caricature. And then like women are like, no, I like this dog wolf man who <laughs> then turns into Fabio. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. 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 That's what we're all and looking like, for. And they're like, but he does he hasn't shot you a single deer. I don't understand. <laughs> Come on. Regina rolls her eyes. Gaston is the villain. Well, he's hot. That chest hair. Well, I can really see her mom just Amy Poehler just just Amy Poehler. No, yeah. If Regina could throw up on command, she would. She settles for pulling a disgusted face. Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh, you'll get wrinkles. Her mom leans her chin in on one hand, sipping from a martini glass with the other, unfocused eyes on the screen. So if it's not the guys, why do you like this movie so much? The movie closes in on Belle's eyes, her gentle blush. No reason. Regina responds. The movie keeps playing. Regina doesn't press rewind again. When it ends, Regina looks down at the jelly slippers her daddy got her. Jelly slippers. Oh, love those. Fucking so hard on your feet. I mean, shh. I was a child. No, and I was thinking my friend who got them as an adult and wore them in college. Nope, another friend of ours. But still so (laughs) cool. Committed. They were not. Uh, No, they were. They were beautiful. They were made for children. That's smelled bad. They're they're (laughs) things of beauty, but yeah, they are not meant for an adult. Stop ruining. Adult. This is not the vibe that I got from Regina's mom in the movie. Because I'm like, wow, she's like really involved in a gross way, and like she was more kind of like, I'm just gonna let you do whatever you want. I think that's because when you're a teenager, you do start like pulling back, and so in Mm -hmm. order for your mom to like continue being that involved and for you not to just like cut them out completely you now have to be like i'm not a regular mom i'm a cool yeah, mom yeah it's like a self defense so like i'm not yeah. i'm not critiquing it in like a this is inconsistent but i'm like wow what an interesting like right i cuz i like don't like her <laughs> it's no it's the interpret what they're doing is yeah, it's a good interpretation they're setting it up as like part of the reason why regina values these things is mm-hmm. because she was taught that yeah. yeah yeah and obviously who teaches you a lot about being a woman mm-hmm. your yeah. mother The movie keeps playing. Regina doesn't press rewind again. When it ends, Regina looks down at the jelly slippers her daddy got her. They have little sparkles in them that glimmer in the dim room. She thinks about Belle and feels a little brave when she asks, Mommy, do princesses ever live happily ever after with someone else? Like who? Her mother draws. Regina shifts in her seat on the floor. Another princess? Her mother snorts, which she does when she hears a good joke. (laughs) You're so funny. Regina doesn't get the joke, but a hot beam of shame burns through her, and she looks at her feet again. Her mother mistakes this for confusion. Sweetie, she says, voice heavy with condescension. 
Princesses need a prince, so they can have their happily ever after. That's the way it is. And what if you're a queen? Oh, is that what this is about? Her mom laughs. Because you're not a princess, you're a queen. Well, things are different then. You'll have to wait for your king. You're already married, you see. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> Dig your way out of this one, mom. <laughs> All the heirs to the throne died in some tragic, weird mishap. Mm -hmm. And then someone else abdicated, and suddenly now you are queen of England. Mm -hmm. As it happens. Regina doesn't respond, but she thinks it over. Queens don't marry princesses. They marry kings. Maybe that's why none of the princesses in the stories are interesting to her. They haven't turned into kings. Queens and kings and princesses and princes. That's the way it is. Anything else is laughable. Wrong. It doesn't stop Regina's stomach from flipping when Belle brushes a strand of hair away from her face. Right, that's the end of the first chapter. Yep. Notes. It's me writing gay fanfic in 2023 <laughs> about a movie that came out in 2004. Yay. No regrets. No apologies. Man, I forgot it was, what is that? Eight, 19 years? Yeah. Damn. Whoa. Wow, what? that made me feel really old. I know. Made <laughs> me feel so Wait, old. Came out in 2004. Mean Girls did. Yep. Yeah. I looked it up earlier. Wow. I really felt old. You're going to tell, it's like, it's, I'm like, you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? Because I'm not? Grace is really trying to, she really wants to say you're wrong. Look at She's that. Googling. Like, look at it. Look, look at my face. I feel like it's I'm a face of math. disbelief. No one so knew about a... it till high school. Like, no, because we were disbelief. No. So how did it come out when we were 11? That can't be right. We, aren't, we weren't 11. 19 years ago we were. Claire said 19 years ago. Yes. That's oh. why I said I might also be bad at math. <laughs> oh, wait, no. what year did it come out then? 2004. Uh, <laughs> what year is it? No, that would be right. Yeah. So I was like, I think we're, it's that, so we would have been. 13. Like 13. Yeah. Oh. That's well. like seventh, eighth grade. No, I remember watching it in middle school. That's it was like I'm, a sleepover oh. movie. I just wasn't allowed to watch it. I don't know. All right. Okay. Okay. Speaking of 12. Okay. Chapter two, the pool party. Yes. And it starts with Regina is 12. Mm. And boys sad. should not be allowed at pool parties. Yes. Which I agree. Agreed. Agreed. If she had planned this event, she wouldn't have let any boys pass the front door. But it's not her party. It's Marcy Burton's. It's September, and Regina is in grade six. She's just started middle school, and although she has a knack for reading people, she's still figuring out who her classmates are. Marcy's 12th birthday is the first real party of the year. Even though she doesn't especially like Marcy, it's an opportunity for Regina to learn about her classmates and decide who she'll let be her friend this year. Let. Strong mm. word there. Yeah. Yep. It's not even Marcy's party, though. Not entirely. It's a party for Marcy and her older brother, Mike. They were born one year and one week apart. And as it turns out, they always share one big party oh, that's together. Okay. Him inviting his class and Marcy inviting hers. And middle school boys are the worst. Yeah. Regina had shopped for three hours in the mall, trying out various bathing suits before finding the perfect two-piece for the occasion. Bright neon orange with rhinestones along the sides. Ew. And the best part... And a pale blonde? No. <laughs> Rude. Orange? Uh. This is like, what year would it be? 1998? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The was. 90s. Sure. Fair. That was, that was the look. Yeah. Okay, neon orange. Too. Neon. With rhinestones. I'm 12. Yes. <laughs> Look at me. Well, say, if you recall, we also thought brown and turquoise was a fire color. We combo. really With the did. orange, too. Yeah. I had so, multiple brown and turquoise shit. So, right. So it's just like, like you dirt know. brown. Yeah. yeah. You're like, so we were just into different stuff then. Bright neon orange with rhinestones along the sides. And the best part. Instead of bands at the shoulder, it had straps you had to tie in the back like a real bikini. Oh, fancy. It screamed fashion. <laughs> it does. Fun. It does. Scandal. 
Yes. Boldness. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like you have if you're wearing a rhinestone, you're you're bold. Yeah, you can't you can't be a wallflower. You can't with subtly no no wear rhinestones. No. Regina was just starting to get boobs, and she wanted all the other girls in class to know it. Now that she's outside the safety of the changing room, though, Regina realizes some of the boys have noticed it as well, especially Mike's older friends. It's a little scary and a little thrilling. Some newly hormonal boys are paying attention to her. It makes Regina feel like she has a special power. Regina George, says someone from behind her, and Regina snaps out of her thoughts. It's an older, chubby woman with dyed blonde hair and crow's feet. (laughs) That's because Regina doesn't have any because she's a little child and she's been not frowning since she was five. Yes, a 12-year-old that knows about crow's feet is character work, man. Character work. not her mom. (laughs) No. Can't be her mom. That's what it is, crow's feet. She has no clue who this woman is, but Regina gives her a huge, winning smile she always uses with adults. In the flesh, she replies, all joy and enthusiasm. I'm Ellen, Marcy's mom, says the woman, extending her hand. Regina holds her fingertips and shakes them listlessly, <laughs> considering her face. Limp. It, <laughs> it makes sense, Regina thinks. At 40 years and 200 pounds, and this is probably what Marcy will look like as an adult. Unaware of how Regina is sizing her up, Ellen continues speaking. Marcy's really excited that you're here. Oh my god, of course, Regina says, laying it on thick. Marcy's so sweet, and this party is beautiful. I love the decorations. This is a lie, obviously. Colored streamers taped to the walls, balloons tied to table legs, and the paper umbrellas and the soda cups are beyond tacky. (laughs) But But not this bright orange rhinestone swimsuit. Not this rhinestone-sided bikini. not tacky. Absolutely not. Definitely not screaming, show them the moves, do the head nod, wave at the judges. <laughs> Neon orange is never tacky, Grace. Never tacky. Not once. Never. It's the epitome of class. <laughs> it's the epitome of finesse. Duh. <laughs> That's why Bruno Mars included it in his song Finesse. You're dripping in finesse. Orange bikini. Lots of rhinestones on their orange swimsuit. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah, that's the lyrics. <laughs> that's the lyrics. Wow. So uh, smart. And it don't make no sense. All right. <laughs> mm, Paper umbrellas in the soda cups are beyond tacky. But Regina knows well enough to play nice to adults. The lie works. Ellen beams. My sister and I spent the morning doing it. And thank you again for coming, she says, before going back to the snack table. Regina makes her way to the edge of the pool. She dips her ankles into the water, not wanting to ruin her hair or outfit. It may be technically a swimsuit, but the chlorine will run the orange dye. This does feel like a thing. It, this child is far too aware of things. Yes. But this also seems like a thing that I would do. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. This is like pretty young for me to do this. But I feel like in high school, this is a thing I would mm-hmm. do. I'd be like, no, this like ruins the, this ruins it. Yeah. Yeah. What a time. Yeah. What a time. I remember, I remember that age being like 12, 13, 14, where you start becoming aware of stuff that you're like, oh, no, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be doing this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. A few feet away, some of Mike's grade seven friends are roughhousing. The boys swim closer to her and a giant wave of water nearly hits her. Ugh, she says. Can you not? The boys laugh, and Regina goes to sit at the edge of the deep end, splashing her feet in the dark blue water. One of the boys breaks away from the pack, following her. Hey, cutie, he says. You're all by yourself. Yes, that was intentional. Leave me alone. Regina does not reply. (laughs) Good. I'm Alan, the boy continues. It's a party. You should jump in. I'm fine. Jeez, he says. You don't have to be such a bitch about it. (laughs) I don't want to swim, she says, her tone set to freezing. Fine, he says, mimicking her. He swims closer. Maybe you just need some persuasion. Oh, no. Before Regina can react, he grabs both her legs and pulls her into the water. Regina knows how to swim, 
but the speed of it shocks her. She yelps as she goes under and swallows some water. She comes back up, coughing. Oh my god! She chokes out, but he just laughs. Her hair is a blinding mess. Her suit is drenched. She's still gasping when Alan dives under and swims between her legs. It makes Regina feel gross, but she is determined to not let it show in her face. Learn to take a joke, he shouts as she starts to swim back to the edge. Then is Alan. Get fucked. Get fucked, Alan. (laughs) I did a 13-year-old boy named Alan. (laughs) That kid sucks. It's also hard to... Alan's one of those names that, like, how do you be a baby Alan? Yeah, I don't know any Alans. Alan's not, yeah, it's not a kid name. No. Maybe you go, like, by baby Al, but, like... That's worse. That's so much worse. (sighs) Nope. No. I just, like, I know it's hard to name children. I guess I don't know. I assume, based on... You have not done it once. I have not done it once. I just assume it's hard because I have a cat, and that was hard enough. And I don't know how one navigates the minefield of I theoretically, if you like are like, I want to name an adult man, Alan, to honor some family member or something. But I don't know how to exist with a baby Alan, a child Alan, a teenager Alan, a young adult Alan. Yeah, 16 year old Alan is not going to have a good time. No, I can only experience a 45 year old Alan. Yes. Yeah. And he's like bald and works in accounting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're like, how Alan do you navigate that? You just have change. to give birth to that. Yep. <laughs> you have to just be like, he's 45. You're 45 now. <laughs> Sprung fully grown. Uh, learn to take a joke, he shouts as she starts to swim back to the edge. Then Alan darts behind her, grabs the strands <gasps> no. in the back of her bikini top, <gasps> no. and pulls. <gasps> no. Bitch. The knot comes loose. The fabric slides off her back. Regina's stomach drops. She grabs at her chest, but she's not a strong enough swimmer to hold the top up and keep her head above water. Baby. She dips under and comes back up sputtering. Alan's eyes gleam with mischief, staring at her chest, his face triumphant. It lasts for a nanosecond. Straight to jail. A blur from the Punch poolside the hurls itself into the water, landing on Alan's fat, jerk head with mm-hmm. a splash. Mm-hmm. The wave pushes Regina back. She paddles back to the pool wall, one hand still clutching at her chest, moving away from the flurry of motion. The blur... A new boy with short dark hair starts wrestling with Alan. Regina pushes herself to the shallow end, away from what has now become a mid-pool fist fight. <laughs> Regina doesn't recognize the other boy. His face is obscured in arms and fists and water. There's blue swimming trunks and a t-shirt. Who wears a t-shirt to mm. a pool party? Damien. But otherwise, he's lost in motion. The unknown boy goes under, then up, then Alan goes down. <laughs> then up. <laughs> up and down. Up and down. Under and up. A dozen people are shouting, voices piling onto each other. Everyone is focused on the spectacle and not on her. Regina uses the time to tie her top back on. No one has noticed her near humiliation. The lifeguard on deck blares his whistles and another jumps into the pool. The burly teenager easily wrestles the tween boys apart. Did the lifeguard not see the other goings on? I mean, there's. I am assuming there's a lot of chaos going okay. on. I thought. I thought we were at like a a, a house pool, so there was no lifeguard. So I wasn't thinking about it until. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's like a community pool that they like um, reserve. Set it up ahead of time, yeah. Yeah. I also just love like the, it's so funny because the teenagers seem so burly Mm -hmm. in comparison to them. Yeah. But like, it's also just like a scrawny, like like 18 year old kid. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, The left grid on deck blares his whistles. His whistles. His whistles. All of them. <laughs> like, it does say whistles. But Two of them. It's, I'm assuming. What did he say in his mouth? Ah! <laughs> it's extra loud with two whistles. <laughs> double emergency. Double whistle. <laughs> double life big saving. Guns. Double guard, double whistle. Mm-hmm. Double guard, mm-hmm. double whistle. Yeah. And another jumps into the pool. Oh, there's two of them. Oh, wait. Do they each have two whistles? I don't know. It just says his whistles. Four whistles. <laughs> All the ones. All the whistles. <laughs> 
Hi, it's on deck. <laughs> there are two boys fighting in this pool. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. The burly teenager easily wrestles the tween boys apart. Marcy's mom screams, and the lifeguards shout as they drag the struggling boys back into the pool deck. And it's only then that Regina realizes that one of the boys isn't. Oh. It's yes. Janice Sarkeesian. Yay. Regina had written Janice off during her initial survey of the class on the first day of school. I mean. Janice had boy short brown hair and paint spattered fingers. Everyone else was wearing their nicest, newest clothes, but Janice wore loose jeans and a t-shirt with a smiley face on it that had X's for eyes and looked oh. drunk. Yeah. Nirvana? Yeah. Okay. Well. I was like, I don't know what the... Re- <laughs> I, I was trying to think of the Mean Girl reference. No, and I no, was it's like, just a t-shirt. Or is no. Blink-182? Wait. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Blink-182. Oh. I think... Oh, the time period could be either. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I think so. Oh, Interesting. I don't think I did not know the blink what a two logo off the top of my head. Either one works. Sure, Janice yeah. could be wearing either one. Yeah. yeah. While everyone else was trying to figure out the best place to sit, Janice headed straight for the back of the class, took out a sheet of paper and a pen, and drew the whole day. She didn't even look like she cared. Janice wasn't interested in showing off at all, and to Regina, that meant she wasn't interesting. But now, now Janice had saved Regina from choosing between drowning or letting a preteen wasteoid see her boobs. Janice ran headfirst into a pool to fight a boy who was harassing Regina. Janice saved Regina from public humiliation, Good. which at this point in the year would have been social homicide. Janice had fought for her honor like she was a mm. knight in a fairy tale or something. Both the lifeguards left a writhing Janice out of the pool. Alan, who had stopped fighting as soon as the lifeguards intervened, is now standing on the pool deck, ignored. Everyone is glaring at Janice. That dickwad started it, she shouts, twisting in the lifeguard's arms. That psycho bitch jumped me out of nowhere, sneers Alan, and one of his friends agrees. Come on, little lady, says the lifeguard, like Janice is a pack animal that needs hurting. (laughs) And Regina's brain goes, nope. Actually, she says, her voice echoing through the empty air of the pool hall. If she leaves, I leave too. Ew. Which is such a declaration. Yeah, as if like the lifeguards have any fucking idea who <laughs> right, you are. Like, like, what, the f- what? Okay, what? Well, in that case, <laughs> I think she's trying to like. No, she's making a social she declaration. Is. Yeah, and but she's... it's funny because the lifeguards asked the question. They oh, would not that's give a, a great shit point. Twelve year old girl like, was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's like that statement will only work you with like the parent who is like luck- happy that the popular girl showed up to her daughter's birthday. Yeah. Yes. No, she's trying to make Janice. Uh, socially uh, accepted yes. by these other 12-year-old girls. The pool goes quiet. Now, everyone is looking at Regina. Regina is good at fake crying, but she doesn't have to try hard today. The feeling of Alan swimming under her and pulling on her top is gross enough that the tears come easily. He he tried to take my top off in the pool, she says, then pauses to sniff emphatically. Janice saved me. Aw. Alan's face goes pale. It was just a joke, he says, which was, and always is, the wrong thing to say. Correct. Ellen Burton, to Regina's amazement, flies into action. She grabs Alan by the wrist and twists it behind his back, frog-marching him into the locker room. Hmm. Let that girl go, she barks to the lifeguard before disappearing into the changing room, screaming about calling the boy's mother, father, teacher, priest, and doctor. <laughs> the lifeguard, stunned, loosens his grip, and Janice shakes herself free. She looks over to Regina. Regina sniffs, dabbing at her wet eyes, and smiles at Janice. Janice throws a crooked smile back. Regina's stomach flutters just a little, which is a totally normal reaction. She's just had a rough experience. Mm-hmm. Stomachs get fluttery for all sorts of reasons. For sure. When Marcy's mother returns, she is all apologies. For the rest of the party, she dotes on Regina, giving her an extra large slice of cake, which she doesn't eat, and an extra loot bag, which she doesn't care about. The whole time, Regina is focused on Janice. 
If this had been a movie, Regina would have run over to her dashing hero, thrown her arms around his neck, and kissed him on the cheek. And weirdly, a part of her wants to do that. But instead, she saunters over to Janice, smiles her winningest smile, and says, we should be friends. Okay. Chapter three. The talent show. (laughs) Regina is 14, and she is officially the most popular girl in school. Mm. They voted on it and everything. (laughs) It's Spirit Week at Southside Middle School. And one of the events is a literal popularity contest. Oh, my God. I was like, period, typical, pinning kids against grade, God, no. I mean, we... Who signed off on this? We didn't have anything like this, but we had a student president mm. election that was sort of like this. I think we might have had superlatives. And, like, there was literally... I think so. Hmm. Oh, like, like, could I tell you anyone? I guess. No. You guys all went to different high schools, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, so my school system was small enough that, that was, we all are going to assembly. No. Oh, fair. Yeah, I know. Yeah, my, our middle school I'll see you next specifically year. went to different high schools. I'll see you down the street. Right. It is Spirit Week at Southside Middle School, and one of the events is a literal popularity contest. Her classmates selected Regina as Miss Preteen Queen, <laughs> the middle school version of Prom Queen. Gross. It was a landslide. It's not like Regina was surprised, because duh. But in a way, she wishes she hadn't won. In, it should be mentioned, again, a landslide. (laughs) Not to be a cliche, but it's hard being this popular. (laughs) Sure, there's the glory, but there's also responsibility. Does she have any friends? (laughs) People are always looking at you. It's like she might have no friends. I believe she has some friends. She has a gaggle. Yeah. She has a court. But, like, does she have any friends? She doesn't need friends. friends. I think she does. Well, Karen and Gretchen haven't appeared yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think she has any friends' friends yet. People are always looking at you, and you always have to look perfect, and you can't mess up, ever. And also, Miss Preteen Queen has to be the opening act for the school talent show at the oh. end of the week. Gross. Yeah, the talent show. So, background on the talent show. It sucks. Everyone who does it is a loser. Watch me juggle. See how fast I can solve this Rubik's Cube. I'm a magician. The singers can't sing, and the dancers can't dance, and that, unfortunately, includes Regina. It's like watching a noodle boil in water says Janice, sitting upside down on Regina's bed. It's Monday, and they're in Regina's room. Regina is rehearsing a supposed dance routine to Jingle Bell Rock, and Janice is supposedly helping. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you remember this part of the canon? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yes, that, that Janice, Janice came up with the, the original choreography. Yes, yes, which yeah. is, First of all, uh, hilarious. <laughs> question mark about Janice's hilarious sexually charged choreography when she was 14. Hilarious. I, I have questions. Second thing, though, this this talent show sounds like it has way more variety than any of mine did. There's a magician and a Rubik's Cube and a juggler. Already better than our shit. <laughs> Pause. I will say not actual. This we can be never a- had a juggler. We <laughs> did. I juggled during no, our skit. That does not count. I was no, like, we had all of those not, in yeah. our yeah. skit. Claire was the peak of juggling, so it was bad. It doesn't count when Claire juggles. <laughs> I did all right. Nobody did magic, not even <laughs> <Do> once. <I? laughs> But then the point was that I would then also do bad. Yeah, so we didn't it, do a whole act fit of very juggling well into my limited abilities. If somebody could, done a, could have done a three-minute juggling act, I would have been blown away. I do remember this was high school, but a guy did drink an entire gallon of milk. <laughs> That's we, fucking hilarious. We and then he gymnast. did immediately throw up, and he was ready. <laughs> He had a bucket. Did he throw on stage? Yeah. Oh my god, Yikes. that's disgusting. But he did it. He did it. I he love drank that. the whole gallon of milk. Regina is rehearsing a supposed dance routine to Jingle Bell Rock, and Janice is supposedly helping. The two have been BFFs for years. 
Janice hangs out at Regina's place after school and sleeps over most weekends. She still makes unconventional fashion choices, dyeing the tips of her hair bright pink and blue, for example, but over time, Regina has convinced her to take more pride in her appearance. Janice wears shirts that fit and jeans that don't have holes in them, (laughs) and though she still sports the occasional oversized hoodie, she's treated like school royalty because of her status as Regina George's best friend. Sure, some people think it's weird she and Janice are so close, but Janice is the best friend Regina has ever had. Yay, she has an actual friend. And right now, she really needs a friend. Good. How can an entire person be this uncoordinated? Regina groans after smacking herself in the face with her own elbow. Janice grins upside down at her. God knew if he made you beautiful and a good dancer, you would be too powerful. Oh, Regina hits. She's not already (laughs) too powerful. I know, right? Come on. Regina hits stop on the CD player with more force than necessary, dropping onto the bed next to her friend. Gravity slides Janice closer to her. Neither girl seems to mind. I am never going to get this. You're Regina George, says Janice, flipping herself upright. You can do anything. Okay, so I'm going to summarize this whole, I'm going to kind of like skip this whole part where they're basically learning how to dance. Janice is helping her learn how to dance. And then she's like, you know what? You should dance with me. Mm -hmm. We should dance it together. Cute. Two days before the show, they have their moves down. Mostly. Regina still struggles with the steps, but she's more confident with Janice beside her. But today is about dancing. They have another extremely important task to do. Shopping. Mm. Costumes. I look like a peppermint, says Janice, staring at herself in a mirror. They're at the mall in one of Regina's favorite stores. The clothes here are slutty, but in a tasteful way. For an eighth grader. For an eighth grader. Slutty, but tasteful. Slutty, but tasteful. Which is kind of everything that an eighth grader tries to make slutty. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yes. Right on the line. You don't really have a whole body yet, so. Real, like, you know, 2002 energy. you're trying to look slutty, and yet you are an infant, so it just doesn't work. Yet you actually don't have any boobs of any kind. Any thing going on right now janice wouldn't normally be caught dead here and if she was caught dead her corpse would spontaneously combust but regina loves dressing janice up what in different outfits think this is <laughs> i'm going wet seal deb, <laughs> deb. oh deb does uh, deb surround i there, no there's way. no way i don't know no but probably not deb wow deb was deb slutty yes Camera yeah. tab. In a tasteful way. Tasteful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wet seal was not slutty in a tasteful way. Wet seal way. was just slutty. <laughs> maybe if it was a, maybe if you were an eighth grader, it was covering maybe, more of you. Hey. Maybe if you went shopped at Maurice's and then didn't wear a tank top under any of the shirts. Mm. Um mm. Marie like my memory of Maurice's is that you had to wear like a tank top under everything. That was the fashion. That was, that like, was the also look. the look. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think Deb. Uh, but Regina loves dressing Janice up in different outfits, like her own personal Barbie. Cute. And Janice doesn't seem to mind. She's always at her smiliest when she has Regina's undivided attention, and Regina suspects maybe Janice likes it when she looks at her, which is totally normal for friends, Regina yeah. thinks. A normal friend thing to do. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> totally normal. And so Janice lets Regina pick out clothes for her, and she tries them on, even if she never buys anything. Today, they're on a mission, which brings us back to the peppermint skirt. <clears throat> it's cute. I hate it. <laughs> you hate anything festive. I hate everything, especially right now. Janice, Regina moans, but she puts the skirt back on its hanger. She's about to give up when she spots the cutest thing in the store. Oh my God, she says, voice brimming with excitement. Oh my God, says Janice in a completely different tone. Please, Janice, just one more. Put the lip away, says Janice, sighing. I'll do this one last time, then I'm going into a shopping coma. Regina beelines the outfit. 
It's a saucy little Santa suit with a crimp skirt that ends above the knee. It has a cute belt with a bright gold buckle and a little hat with a bell. And it's perfect. She looks at the sizes and yes, they have it in both of our sizes, says Regina, snatching them off the rack. It's a sign from the shopping gods. (laughs) Sign from the shopping gods, Grace. It's a mass produced piece of fabric. It's a blessing and you will appreciate it. Come on. She pulls Janice by the arm toward the changing rooms and flags down an attendant. Can we get two to try these on? We're really busy, says the attendant, sounding bored out of her mind. There's only one room available. I don't know. Only one changing room. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> only one changing room. <laughs> you go first, says Janice, eyeing one of the chairs that boyfriends and husbands sit in while they wait. No, says Regina. I know this will look good on me. You go first. Janice sighs, takes the outfit, and closes the door. Regina hears grunting. More grunting. Aren't I going together? God. Even more grunting. Let's assume that's where we're going. I can't get it on. Ah, Janice wants yes. from behind the door. It's your size. It's stuck. You are hopeless, says Regina. I'm coming in. Good. The dressing room is cramped with the two of them. There's just enough room to breathe. Janice is wearing the red skirt, but somehow she's gotten the Santa top stuck over her shoulders and head. Regina sees a sad brown eye peering through an armhole. Help me, says Janice. <laughs> Regina can't help it. She bursts out laughing. Janice starts laughing too, arms stuck in the air. How did this? Never mind, it's you. Okay, move your arm. No, your other arm. After several minutes and lots more laughter, they untangle Janice from the malicious top. She turns to Regina, grinning. My hero, she says, and it's only then that Regina realizes how close they're standing to each other and how quiet it is in the changing room Mm -hmm. and how much taller she is than Janice and how Janice is wearing just her bralette. Oh. They're nearly touching, and Janice is looking at Regina, and Regina is looking back at Janice. Neither of them move, but Regina wants to, and she almost does. And then the shop assistant knocks on the door. Mm. Need any help, she says. No! Like like it's agony. (laughs) I I feel like the beleaguered, like, (laughs) fitting room attendant is, like, a whole... We're really busy. Can you go away? I don't want to be here. I, like, fucking hate this job, (laughs) and I hate everything about you. You're like, please get out of here. You're not going to buy anything. You're 14. Yeah, you're a 14-year-old girl. Leave me alone. Need any help? She says, like it's agony. We're fine, says Regina. She quickly pushes the top to Janice, who slides it over her shoulders with suspicious ease. Hmm. I look like Santa's disappointing Koa daughter, she says, <laughs> checking herself out in the mirror. Shut up, says Regina. You look cute. Janice smiles. Yeah? Regina smiles back tightly. You're going to drive all the boys wild. <laughs> Janice stares at Regina with an indecipherable look. Just what I want, she says. <laughs> Just what I want. And it's hard to ignore the sarcasm. Mm-hmm. As they leave, towing two new outfits in shiny plastic shopping bags, the attendant smirks at Regina and Janice. Janice doesn't notice. Regina does. The night of the talent show, Regina and Janice are in a dressing room all to themselves. Regina's mother and father brought an enormous flower arrangement. Good. Can you just imagine? Just gigantic flower just, arrangement. Yeah. To a talent show. <laughs> to a talent show. For your kid, kid doesn't have any talent. No. <laughs> He's only here out of obligation, didn't even really want to do it. He's right. only here to open the I'm just show. the preteen queen, so I had to make up a whole little thing. Please don't come. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Regina is doing Janice's makeup. She requested a smoky eye, and when Janice catches herself in the mirror, she grins. Badass, says Janice. And this is where her smoky eye starts. You look awesome, Aww. says Regina. Yes. Punked it up a little bit. Yeah. It's because she doesn't know how Regina did it. Yeah, it's, she never taught her. No. She didn't she's, get to that part. She's like, yeah. she's like ah, this is black. It's good enough. I'll just smudge <laughs> it on there. I don't even care. This was Santa's about her, her evil right? makeup. You just yeah. like smoke it. You just yeah. 
smoke it Blending out. is just rubbing, right? Yeah. Like you just rub it around. You just rub it out. Aggressively. <laughs> really aggressively. Yeah. Just like keep keep blending. Keep yeah. blending. Keep blending. <laughs> keep rubbing your eye. Keep rubbing your eye. <laughs> rub smear. Around. Smear, smear, smear. Yeah. Emo. Smoky. <laughs> Artsy. Art. Art. You look awesome, says Regina. She means it. One last thing. Regina takes out her lip gloss, turning toward Janice, staring at her mouth. Normally, she has a steadier hand, but tonight, she's shaking. You're shaking, says Janice. It's the cold. You should eat more. Get some winter blubber, like a seal. Ew. But then, Janice has an impression of a seal, and Regina can't help but laugh. Yeah. Do you have one? No. That's about as good as it. it. Do it again. I was like, art, art, art. It's like, not that good. (laughs) That was close enough. It's been a while since I've I seen a seal. I will laugh at you. I haven't seen a seal since before the pandemic. I haven't seen a seal in a while. I haven't talked to my seal friend. We've we're really, really yeah, we're out of t- we've really got some distance between us, and I haven't had a chance to like practice my dialect with a native speaker. Oh, so, fair, fair, yeah. fair. So that's why you have a strong human accent. And, yeah, yeah, that's why it really sounds like a human trying to do a seal accent instead of instead of like a seal. seal. Yeah, fair enough. We got reasons. Shut up, you moron, she says, <laughs> cups Janice by the chin. She brushes some of the stain over Janice's lip. It smudges, and Regina wipes it with her thumb, and Janice looks up at her. It's like earlier, like in the changing room, like in her bedroom, like all those moments when she's been ignoring, suddenly rushing back. Janice leans slightly forward, and mm. with a sudden clarity, mm. Regina realizes what is about to happen, mm. and she leans in, too. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. No! The manager. Davin? Darian? Throws open the door dramatically. He looks at the two of them, hastily pulling away from each other, and grins like he thinks he knows something. Call time, he says, <laughs> tapping his watch. You can finish what you're doing later. <laughs> he leaves, winking. Regina abruptly caps the lip stain and turns to the mirror, fluffing her hair one last time. She pretends she can't hear Janice groan, come on, man, under her breath. Let's go knock him dead, Regina says, and marches out of the dressing room, not waiting for Janice to follow. They do the set perfectly. Everyone loves it, but despite the applause, all Regina wants to do is get out of there. When they get off the stage, Regina's yes. hands are shaking again, not from the cold. Janice runs to her, hugging her tight. That was amazing, she Aww. says, a voice electric, eyes bright. Her fingers run down Regina's arms, surprisingly soft, and Regina shivers. Janice speaks low and close. You were amazing. Hmm. You were great too, says Regina, genuine, looking at her feet so she doesn't have to look at Janice's smile. I gotta go say hi to my mom, Janice says, nodding to the audience. Regina looks up at the exact moment Janice looks back at her. Mm-hmm. Mistake. When their eyes connect, it's like staring into the sun, yes. warm and blinding. Regina can't look away. Janice beams, ear to ear. Meet you in the changing room? <gasps> yeah, Regina says. Yeah. But as soon as Janice leaves, she hurries into the crowd, over to her own parents. They're easy to spot. Regina's mom is still in the aisles with a camcorder. <laughs> Yep. She's one of those classics. That tracks. Did either of you have a mom like that? God, no. no. Or a dad like that? My mom would rather not be ever spoken to than to get any attention. My parents were like that. No. I wish my mom was like that. That'd be funny. You look gorgeous, says her mom. You should do an encore. Take me home, Regina says. I don't feel so good. Hmm. But the encore. Regina doesn't argue. She just leaves, slamming open the doors of the auditorium and not bothering to make sure they close quietly. She doesn't look back. She doesn't say goodbye. Hmm. No. Chapter four. Oh. The break. No. Content warning. Outing. Bullying. No. It's canon, but still. Is this the end? No. Oh, thank God. I was going to be mad at you. In which Regina <laughs> does something truly, truly terrible. Oh, God. 
I wanted them to Regina's kiss in matching outfits. This That's is so still cute. a villain arc. Still a villain arc. I know. I know. It would have been cute. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't write this. I know, but you chose it and you brought it to me and you're reading it to me right now. I know. <laughs> I can't blame the author. I don't know them. You can still blame them. Fair. <laughs> I blame you. I don't know your real name. <laughs> Dr. Fausti. Like, Fausti. <laughs> be like, you're a great writer, but it's hurting me. You've hurt I'm me. Hurt. I'm hurt. hurt. I think you I brought you hurt. You need to rectify the situation. I don't know where the comfort is, but it, I brought you hurt. It's in their drive. <laughs> it's on their Google Drive Pain. on the unpublished. Fausti. Just send it to our email at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so I can read it. <laughs> I'll beta it if you need just it. Just for me. <laughs> no beta. I will just read it and then either be happy or sad. We agreed to not beta it. Read, I will be like, I read it. Um, No, no notes. betas. Not, no notes. Not no because notes. I didn't catch anything. I'm just not doing anything That's about it. That's what I know, Megan, is it's a beta that gives you no notes. <laughs> <laughs> no notes. It looks great. And no then notes. like later when you're fine. like, there's so many typos in here. They're like, yep. And yeah. I thought it was fine. It was beautiful. It was no perfect. Beta. No notes. Don't change a thing. All right. Chapter four. Ugh. The break. I said the content warnings. The day after the talent show, Janice comes to Regina's house, carrying a bag full of things she left in the changing room. Regina doesn't answer the door and tells her mother to say she's sick. Janice comes back later and leaves soup on the front porch. Aw, baby. She calls at the start of Christmas break, asks if she can talk, but Regina's mom says the family will be out of town in an exclusive private chalet with no phone service. On the 25th, Janice calls and leaves a message wishing Regina a Merry Christmas, saying she's sorry and it's fine. Nothing happened. Please. She misses her. Regina listens to the voicemail six times before deleting it. She never calls back. A week goes by, then another. 14 days without contacting the person she used to talk to every night. Regina knows, and many people don't, not even the teachers, just how smart Janice is. Mensa smart. Einstein levels. Eventually, she's going to catch on to what's happening, if Mm -hmm. she hasn't already. A big part of Regina wants to give in, to see her and hug her and talk about what happened in the dressing room Mm -hmm. and the million moments leading up to it. But a bigger part of Regina knows what will happen if she does. High school is next year. Regina has spent years climbing her way to the top of their social hierarchy. It's her entire life. Without popularity, she is nothing. She calls Gretchen Wieners and Karen Smith and asks them if they want to help her plan her birthday party next month. They come over right away. She messages them a few days later on MSN. Wow, shout out. Shout out MSN. Rip. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm R.I.P. Good stuff. (laughs) And they all make plans to go shopping. Janice messages, are you online? It's R and you. Of course. Okay, mm-hmm. just just so everyone knows. So you know. We didn't spell right. out those words. How typing looked in 2000. <laughs> Duh. Or whatever. Well, losers. Only losers spelled yeah. out you and R. Come, right. Come on. Janice messages, are you online? And Regina quickly marks herself unavailable. Mm. Do y'all remember that? Yeah. Brutal times. Right before the holidays end, Regina tells Gretchen to message Kyle Lepowski and tell him that she thinks he's cute. It's not a complete lie. He is cute. But he's also moving to Indiana at the end of March. Which is Smart. convenient. Like clockwork. Girl like a head. Like clockwork, Kyle messages Regina and asks if she'll go out with him. She agrees. She'll only need to date him for a few months. She can pretend for that long. Maybe she'll even start liking him. Maybe she just needs to try to figure it out. When classes start up again, Regina has her new entourage ready. On the first day, she makes them get to class early so they can sit together in the back. Gretchen and Karen at her sides, Kyle in front of her. Pawns protecting the queen. Mm-hmm. When Janice walks in, Regina sits in Kyle's lap and sticks her tongue down his throat. Yeah, what are they in? Ninth grade? They're in eighth, eighth grade still. Eighth grade still? Yeah. <sighs> Disgusting. She doesn't see Janice's reaction, but when the teacher tells her and Kyle to knock it off, she notices Janice slouching at a desk with her head down and her hoodie up. She leaves as soon as the bell rings. Regina doesn't go anywhere without someone from her posse in tow. 
mostly Gretchen and Karen. Their presence keeps Janice away, like a vampire avoiding garlic. Over that first week, Janice tries to catch her attention less and less. It's for her own good, Regina thinks. They just weren't compatible as friends. She hopes maybe Janice will forget her. The idea makes her chest tight. By the end of the first week, Regina thinks her plan has worked. That Friday after lunch, she walks to her locker alone. When she turns the corner, Janice is there. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Four weeks after the talent show, a full month since the moment before they danced together on stage, it's finally time for Regina to face the music. When the confrontation happens, it's not Regina's fault, it's public. Why are you avoiding me? Janice stands in front of Regina's locker, arms crossed, eyes blazing. I'm not avoiding you, Uh says Regina, laughing to cover up the Mm. quiver in her voice. Lying usually comes easy to her, but she's never been good at lying to Janice. Already, the people chattering around them have quieted. Some are staring. Mm. For sure, a few of them have realized she and Janice aren't hanging out anymore and are eager to find out why. Janice doesn't seem to notice them, but they're all Regina can think about. Bullshit, says Janice, and more heads turn. Regina takes a steadying breath through her nose, trying to think of a way to stop their personal drama from unfolding like bad origami in front of the entire school. You know you're avoiding me. You used to hang out all the time, and now when I show up somewhere, you're, you and your new girl gang run the other way. You don't answer when I call. You blocked me on MSN. You pretend you don't know me anymore. <laughs> Blocking on MSN was rude. <laughs> That's the only thing you could do when you're that. <sighs> so offensive. It's the only place I can intentionally decide to not see you. I have to see you at school sometimes. I have a distinct memory of being like, can you see how blah, blah, blah is online? Yeah, because you blocked them, but you yeah. wanted to know. Yeah. yeah, and then my friend would be like, no, they are online. And I'm like, <gasps> okay, I'm going to continue to do that. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter. What a dick. So okay, that guy. Now I get to be mad about it. Right. I'm just mad that he exists. <laughs> she says all this angrily, but the next words come out almost desperate. Regina, please. I just want to talk. By now, there's dozens of people listening in, including a few teachers. This okay. is exactly what Regina didn't want. Would teachers just be listening? Yeah. We just stand outside our doors to, like, hallway monitor. You're just there to the, get the hot goss? The tea. No, I don't want the goss. They just talk in front of me. And I'm like, I don't want to know these things. Could you guys fucking move? I don't want to know <laughs> who you're dating. a little bit quieter. Can you maybe tell, not tell me that you're going to fight after school? Now i got to tell people. Teen ultimatum. <sighs> Walk with me down the hallway or we break up. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to homecoming or we're broken up. Or we're done. Um, you didn't talk to me after school the other day, and uh, that really hurt my feelings. Yeah. So um, we're broken up. We're, we're broken, broken up now. Yeah. By now, there's dozens of people listening in, including a few teachers. This is exactly what Regina didn't want, because these people are going to talk. Why were Regina and Janice fighting? They'll ask. They seemed pretty intense, they'll say. It's weird how close they were. Do you suppose they're... Regina has to put too much work into being popular, being perfect. All eighth grade girl friendships are not like this, first right. of all. But like, I know, I know they are actually lesbians in this one. But like, it's, come on, it's just all the hormones and the undeveloped brains. You're every just, oh, every best like friend this. in eighth grade was like this. It's the intense focus on what other people are thinking. Yes, yep. and how like it's just like a weird button that like you sort of can't turn off. But like, also some people just have it less. Well, and also like this is so wild because like, I think we all had that mindset of like, everyone's looking at me, everyone's watching me. Mm-hmm. But Regina, that's actually true. So like she has no capacity to be like, it doesn't actually matter. 
That right. sucks. Right. Ugh. And I do think like this is kind of like a less evolved Regina because yeah. Regina in high school knows how to play it off. Yeah. In a way that like yeah. works in her favor. Yeah. She's had she hasn't really had a lot of like trip ups. Yeah. Where she had to navigate. She was just like, I kind of just know what's going on and it's going to keep working for me. Right. Exactly. And now yeah. I'm actually vulnerable. So I guess I just got to stop doing that from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Great. No more vulnerable. It's really dangerous to be vulnerable. No more actual friends. Goodbye. Yeah. Actual friends is really dangerous because mm-hmm. maybe you want to kiss them. Sometimes when I kiss them. Uh-oh. It's awkward. Oh, no. What do we do? Um, it's weird how close they were. Do you suppose they're... Regina has to put too much work into being popular, being perfect, controlling herself, her image, her position. She's not wasting all that work. Not for anything. Not even Janice. Aww. Like a wolf on the attack, Regina doesn't dance around the point. She goes straight for the jugular. Oh, no. Look, Janice. She practically shouts... Raising her voice so everyone in the hall can hear it. Yeah. I know you're, like, in love with me, uh-huh. but <gasps> I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not some some lesbian. The hall falls into a stunned silence. Janice is fully blindsided. Regina is almost thrown by how completely Janice was not expecting this. Uh. Janice always has a quick comeback. Janice always has a snarky rebuttal. But not for this. Regina's words are an intimate attack, the likes of which Janice has never experienced. Regina has used Janice's feelings against her, in public, in front of everyone, before Janice got to say it to her, in private, the way she wanted. The way they both... Regina sees Janice's eyes getting red and wet around the edges. Her lip quivers before she ducks her head down. You fucking bitch, Janice whispers, before turning and elbowing her way through the crowd. With Janice gone, all eyes are on Regina. She breathes through her nose again. She wants to feel her own feelings, but she's still got a part to play. No time for weakness. It won't take long before Janice snaps back to normal, says something scathing and incriminating back. Regina works quickly. She flags down Marcy Lee and Fang Chan, two of the biggest gossips in the school, and confides in them. Uh, Don't tell anyone, Regina uh, says, but uh, I'm throwing a pool party for my birthday in a few weeks, and Janice can't come because... The rumor spills through school like cheap hair dye from an overturned bottle. It spreads everywhere and leaves a stain that will never, never come out. (gasps) Janice skips school that afternoon. Regina does not. She can't afford to let anyone think their fight hurt her. Because if it does, they'll wonder why. They'll say, maybe Janice's feelings weren't one-sided. Maybe Regina is... She ends up skipping the afternoon anyway. Stomach cramps. Bad enough that by the time her mom comes to pick her up, she's sobbing. Mm. Notes. This is a tough chapter for me. Yeah. Regina's actions are so awful, but this is her story, her perspective, so her actions must seem defensible to her. Yep. I found Mm. writing that tricky. Regina is the protagonist of the story, but that doesn't make her a hero. She does a lot of awful things and will do more, all while justifying her terrible actions to herself. But is she redeemable? There are still more parts to the story, and she will get worse before she gets better. Right. Thanks for sticking with it. Ugh. I'm sorry. Well. This is the hurt. Yeah. This is the hurt. And I'm not going to get any comfort. I think you liked her comfort. Yep. I'm not getting the comfort part. So no, I don't like hurt, hurt. That's hurt. not fun. Okay. So chapter five is called Half a Virgin. And I'm actually going to skip oh, this chapter yeah. in part because that was half a virgin when we met. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> half a virgin when we met. Does she elaborate on what that means? Yeah. So I can read, I can read, I'll read this like little bit because yeah. uh, I found the other chapter was really upsetting. Yeah. yeah. And I found this also really upsetting. Yeah. And oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh. So oh. it's like that. Obviously outing someone is terrible and awful and I did not like that. Yeah. But it also like 
makes sense to me that she did that. Yeah. Like it's in line with Regina's character. Well, that's like most what makes it mostly upsetting because I'm like I know exactly right. what's going to happen, right. yeah. and, and this I also is know exactly canonical. why it's going to happen. Right, right. And, and I'm sad. Yes, <laughs> it's very sad, and this is equally sad in a very different way mm. because it's okay. You'll, uh, right. This content warning, this chapter deals with underage sex. Yeah. Nothing is explicit, but there are mentions of sex acts by teens. Yeah. Regina is 16, and Aaron is a good guy. Uh. That's why she picked him. Uh. Regina knew her first serious boyfriend was serious business. Boyfriends are social currency, and the more popular the boy, the higher the value. It's basic economics. <laughs> she Men spent our money, you see. Yeah. <laughs> this, we're doing this for political reasons? Yeah. Only. Yes. When you're a power couple, you need to have the other person. She has not done one thing for her own enjoyment yes. or happiness in her whole life. Yes. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's basic economics. She spent a lot of time considering who it will be. Calvin Mercer? No. He looks like a dork, <laughs> even if he is easy to control. <laughs> Shane Oman? looks like a dork. Shane Oman. There's a lot of mention in Shane Oman and Fick, which I find funny. Yeah. He's got a he's got a really distinguished name somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know exactly who Shane Oman is. Yes. Yeah. A meathead and pushy. A good candidate for a second or third boyfriend, but Regina doesn't want him as her first relationship. Yeah. It's not that it's hard to find candidates. It's that there are too many. All the high school guys oh, the dream. Problem. I know, right? A thing I've never had to do. <laughs> nope. Nope. All high school guys dream of getting in her pants. A lot of college guys too. Gross. But in her experience, most teenage boys want to jump right into bed. And that's not what Regina wants. Regina knows it has to happen eventually. But when it does, she wants to be in control. She wants to set the pace. And that's why she chooses Aaron Samuels. So basically she goes through their like first sexual experience and yeah. how like... It's like bearding herself. Basically. And yeah. it's really sad. It's really sad to have her like just talk about this in such a yeah. distance removed yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Right. She's like this position that I've placed myself in, I feel like someone who has to have sex. And so like I have to have sex. Right. Yeah. So. How does how how does she have half sex? Is that explained? I think she gives someone a blow job. Oh, okay. And so that's why she's she's yeah. I'm half I was half Oh, Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Don't mm, yeah. Yeah. Well I, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this little ending part. Okay. Okay. Aaron is sweet enough that sometimes she doesn't even have to pretend she doesn't hate kissing him. Uh. Sometimes it's even okay. The first time they have sex, she cries, and he holds her and tells her he's sorry. He's heard uh. it always hurt the first time, but he didn't know it would be that bad. Uh. He asks if there's anything he can do, and she almost tells him. He's the kind of guy who will actually understand, who won't judge, who might even support her. She almost tells him. But she doesn't. She just cries, and Aaron holds her until she stops shaking and says next time will be better. He'll look some things up. It's all going to be okay. He doesn't understand, but it's sweet that he tries. I'm not having a good time. No. <laughs> kind of having a sad it's time just... about my own self, so thanks for that. Yep. It's just, I'm sorry. It's just yeah. dark. Well, all right. Chapter six. <sighs> Big lesbian crush. Regina is 17, and Katie Heron is beautiful. Oh, no. And smart. Mm -hmm. And funny. Mm -hmm. And sweet. Mm -hmm. Sure, her clothes are hideous, and she doesn't know anything about, well, anything. Regina can teach her. Regina is at the point where she's sure she isn't gay. She's dated six guys, three of whom she's had sex with, and they've all been hot, and they've all been super masculine. And I definitely super had fun when we had the sex. Yeah. And I didn't question it or think about it again. And I yeah. didn't cry. Not even once. <laughs> not even one time did I cry. Regina has been friends with Gretchen and Karen for years and has never, ever, not even once, wanted to kiss them. No. Janice was just a weird moment in her life. 
puberty and hormones and Janice's obvious crush on Regina mixed her up for a while. But that's right. over now. Regina George doesn't like women. It would have happened to anyone. It, yeah. Yeah. Everyone goes through that. Yeah. yeah. It's, an, it's the thing we all do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Janice was just so, so hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a Janice thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's specific to Janice. Yeah. I've had six boyfriends now. She had short hair. She was basically a boy. Yeah. Basically. So doesn't basically. Count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. I was only half a lesbian for a second. I was, <laughs> I was half a lesbian before <laughs> I met him. <laughs> I was half a lesbian before I met her. Now I'm a full lesbian. No, now I'm a full, full lesbian. Les- Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Janice's obvious question, Regina mixed her up for a while, but that's over now. Regina George doesn't like women. She couldn't possibly. She is the most popular girl in high school. Gay people aren't popular. <laughs> Therefore, you're not she wrong. can't be gay. <laughs> It's uh, so sad. <laughs> I got two friends. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with you being gay, though? I mean, I don't think the gay thing helped. <laughs> Maybe not. Who can say? Only not middle school. Who can say? Gay people aren't popular. Therefore, she can't be gay. Yes. Because she's popular. Yes. All right, ma- the math. Math, guys. Math and- so if you are not popular, you are gay. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. There are the chances of you being gay go up. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. 100%. <laughs> it's a dichotomy. Yeah. It's one or the other. You start getting popular, but you become less gay. Ah. <laughs> I knew it. You can't popularity. max out your stats in both directions. You get ah. one or the other. The popularity cancels out the gay. But it completely cancels it out. Yes. Yeah. So uh, she didn't think about that. No. No. She said six boyfriends. That's why, that's why she's not gay anymore is because yeah. she got more and more popular. Yeah. It continued It continued to increase. Yeah. It all exactly. makes sense. Yeah. 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 There you go, Regina. There we go. We solved this problem for you. And then Katie Heron shows up Ugh. and Regina is smitten. She hates herself for it. Tries not to be too obvious. Does she seriously have that little control over her own feelings, thoughts, body? Mm, no. Apparently so. Mm. When Katie, fresh-faced and new, starts looking for a table at lunch, Regina notices. And when that Neanderthal asshole Jason tries to tease Katie about her muffin barf, <laughs> Regina takes action. She swoops in, saves her from the conversation and the embarrassment that would certainly follow. Would you like your muffin buttered? Yes. <laughs> yes. Would you like us to find someone, someone to butter your muffin? muffin. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's like a bad metaphor. Like, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's like so stupid. It's something one guy thought up. Yeah. And then another, said it to another guy. The other guy was like, that's really funny. That's great. I'm going to use that forever. Right. Is it? High school boys are animals. Mm-hmm. Regina feels a weird sense of protection. Katie's adorable. She's like Bambi at the start of the movie. A sweet baby deer who can barely stand on her own. And Regina wants to preserve this innocence, bottle her up, keep her for herself. We should let her sit with us today, Regina says. Faux consulting with the others. Faux consulting with the others as they often do. Gretchen, of course, agrees. Karen smiles in a way that makes Regina think she doesn't quite understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. She wants to sweep Katie off her feet, show her a whole new world. All the stuff from movies she loved as a kid. And for a while, that's what she does. It's honestly exciting, thrilling, fun. Katie is in awe of Regina's world, her power. Regina takes Katie under her wing. She's weird, naive, and fun to tease. Regina is living for it. And then, then, then Gretchen tells Regina that Katie likes Aaron. Regina's stomach turns to ice. Fuck her. It's easy to pinpoint the feeling. Jealousy. Insane, aggressive jealousy. But the reason? That's a whole other discussion. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Regina doesn't care about Aaron. Not like that. Not, not even anymore. Not ever. 
she's jealous that Katie is giving her attention to someone else. That it happens to be her ex-boyfriend is a twist of the knife. But the initial stab? Katie doesn't want her. Regina doesn't dwell. She plans. She knows what Aaron likes. It's not hard to get him back. Katie is obviously disappointed, and Regina is delighted. See? She wants to say, see how fickle men are? See what happens when you fuck with me? This idiot. This is what you want right here. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm smart. I'm doing this thing to woo you. I'm being mean to you to show you that he sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those roundabout plots. Yeah. Yeah. Me being mean to grace make a right. (laughs) Makes me look better to you, right? Yeah. It does. Yeah. That's how that works. I planned this whole thing for you. Yeah. (laughs) So elaborate. Why? Are you mad? <laughs> Look how smart I am. Right? Look how elaborate this is. Has a man ever done this for you? He would never. The no. man would never. It's not that he, if he could, or if he wanted to, he would. Yeah. He just physically can't. He can't, because he's stupid. If yeah. he wanted to, he still couldn't. Yeah. I was thinking about this weaving into the metaphor from the beginning, because I was like, why would Regina be interested in like a like a Bambi? Because I was like, well, like... Uh, I don't know. She didn't really she didn't really do that with Janice. She liked Janice because she was opposite of her. And I was like, oh, she's... The prince bringing the Ariel out of the water. Yes. <laughs> She's like, ah, yes, it is I'm me. I'm the hero. Yes. I'm, I'm the hero. The hero. I'm I can you show you the world. My world. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like that. That's good. See what happens when you fuck with me? You don't fuck with Regina George. You don't play with her emotions. You don't reawaken <laughs> feelings she thought she had long since How buried. dare you make me feel feelings? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> That's rude. Like, truly? Yeah. 16-year-old behavior. Yes. yes. I hate you because you made my stomach do that swoopy thing. Yeah. That's your fault. Why did fuck? you do that to me? Why would you do that? <laughs> so rude. Why would you make me all sweaty? Yes. <laughs> mean of you. I didn't, I didn't consent did? to the sweaty feeling. Witchcraft. <laughs> no, no witchcraft. <laughs> you don't reawaken feelings she thought she had long since buried. You don't. And that is the end uh, of chapter uh, six. So I truly am. Uh, this is me being optimistic. Is I really want between now and whenever this goes up that the next few chapters are posted and we will do a part two of this. I need comfort. Because I feel like we need the comfort. I'm sad. Yeah. And this is the thing is that it was so well set up. Yeah. And so well done. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like I understood like a zeitgeist of Regina's mind. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. In a way that just like I hadn't really found yeah. in any other fic. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I'm sorry, Grace, that it hurt you so hard. Yeah. But like this, you know. You didn't know I'm in middle school. This you didn't was know the this best. was sitting close to my heart center. It's fine. Yeah. Was there any hint of like where we go or like what years it's going to be or like literally anything at all? Nope. All right. Well, <laughs> I will say I am doing this is a gamble because mm. what if we hate the last year? Drivers? We could hate the last year. I doubt it. I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's going to be worth. I just I have faith in this author. Yeah. yeah. We have I one more. We were on six, right? So we have seven and the plus one. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I have a I have a feeling this seven's gonna be the kind of friend breakup of her and Katie. But maybe there'll be something at the end that's like kind of a recognition that didn't happen the first time with Janice, where it was like, I'm not just gonna walk away. I have more mental qualms. Mm. And then the one is gonna be so it's like a, the end of the movie where they're all in senior year and she's had some kind of something. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be with Janice or Katie. I think she's found like a 
a girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> that is neither of them. And right? I, yeah. And I feel like maybe the last one will be like uh like either late college or like mm. post college. I could see I it think, being first year of college I too. I think yeah. the 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 number seven will be when they're seniors and they have like mm. grown, but like she's not fully realized yet. Mm. And so it's like there's a glimmer of like where it's gonna go, but like still can't quite admit that she's gay and then the final one will be like college girlfriend and her like coming home for Christmas or something. I feel like it's not gonna wrap up that clean. I don't know where they're gonna go. I do think one of the chapters is going to center around the prom. Mm. Prom night. Yeah. This is a thing that yeah, 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 a lot yeah, of yeah, thick yeah. like likes to play with is like mm. what happens at, on prom night. Yep, 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 yep. Mm. We'll, we'll see. All right. Hard to say. Anyway, this was your opener. <laughs> yep. It was beautiful. <laughs> For season seven. Six it's not seasons how in a movie. I thought Mean Girls was going to pan out. Sorry. So. thought it would be more like whimsical. But, and it yeah, like I thought, was, it, I thought it'd a be a little more like, we're just going to like quote the movie a lot and be kind of silly stupid. And we did that around a lot of tragedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were trying to create coping mechanisms since yeah. uh, we knew we weren't going to get any uh, no. <laughs> positivity. There You'll take no. what I give you and you like it. All right. Well, Claire, you are following this up. Uh, you get the great job. Every anything you bring is probably gonna look great. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna be able to bring anything as sad. Uh, so I'm gonna give you two movies in I'm which excited. I don't think you can give me anything too sad. What we're gonna do to make our lives easier is we are gonna give uh, a possible two movies that eh, question mark may or may not be related. We'll see. And how we're gonna goes. make them sad. <laughs> then we, and then we're gonna make them sad. <laughs> Lay it on me. Okay, season when seven I said is cry time on the Instagram, and I was like, "What if we just did a whole sad season seven? Everyone liked, like, and like an, an absurd amount of people liked that story. And people I was like, like "What's to the be matter with you? Are you trolling me? What's people going on? People are weird. <laughs> Too many people. They I can't say be that. all sad. I don't mind some sad. Claire, don't bring me anything sad. No, you can bring me something sad. I will Claire, see what Claire, I Claire, make it sad. I'll right. see what I can. I'm help. team sad. So I'm gonna bring Claire one of her favorite movies of all time, and then one of our favorite movies to joke about. <laughs> Which is a Top Gun fan fiction. Hell yeah. Or a Fight Club fan fiction. Ooh. <laughs> Top Gun could be sad. Top Gun Top- could be sad. I can't see a place in which Fight Club would be sad. Fight Club is already sort of sad. It's sad. But not... I- I don't derive sadness from its sadness. You I mean, know yeah, I mean? because you're busy making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. So if I can make fun of it, it's when you fine. watch it and you're like, these men feel alone in the world, and this is why they had to turn to violence, then you're like, well, that's kind of that sad. That sucks for them. <laughs> I don't have that problem. I will see what can be found between the Top Gun and the Fight Club. All right. Well, uh, I think we should also, uh, we got all of our all of our spiel, but I want to uh, encourage people to maybe go give this fix some love, maybe comment on it, maybe uh, give a little nudgy nudgy to Dr. Fausti to post those last couple chapters. If you like this fix, Grace you really will kill me. <laughs> we never know what happens at the end of this fix. Mostly just like, You've done this to me. Now I have to. Now we all have to. Now we have to at least try to come full circle. My artistic choices. Also, we should give props because it was very well written and it was very good. If you want to chat with us or get in touch with us, let us know the movies uh, that you care about. You can send those to any of our social medias, which are Fine Pairings Podcast on Tumblr, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, and Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter. 
You can also reach out to us at findpairingspodcast at gmail.com, which that is also the prime location to send a screenshot of your five-star review on either Apple Podcast or Spotify. And there you can request uh, what you would like for uh, a five-star, 500-word fanfic of your choosing and who you might like to write that. And if you have not gotten enough of our uh, voices and you want to see what we look like, surprise, we are updating our Patreon content. So you will be getting, for $5 a month, video episodes that are edited by our lovely editor, Josie. Yeah, by me. They're very funny. They add a lot to the to the jokes. <laughs> you can see our and you wild can see our reactions. Hand, yeah, and wild hand movements. You can see our cocktails. You can see our nuggets. <laughs> you can see the nuggets. <laughs> Sponsor and, us. Yes, and that is that is our, our new perks at patreon.com slash steam and cream. Or no, patreon.com slash fine pairing. Fine pairing yes. yes. We have not, that's the same. That's always been like that. Yep, Don't worry about it's it. It's never been steaming. That's the name of it. I, I just know. forgot. I, forgot. <laughs> I never see the URL. Well, I'm excited to see what the rest of this season has in store. I'm too. Yay. It's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. <laughs> or happy. We don't know yet. I've been to the hurt comfort zone. <laughs> I didn't like it, so I left. Hurt, Take hurt my zone. heart away. <laughs> I don't think Feichel has a song we can't uh, Not really. can jump on. No. Oh, well. We'll see you guys next week for Feichel for Top Gun. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.